0: Hi, I'm Pastor Joel, and as a Soul Care Specialist, I'd like to do a spiritual checkup by running a quick diagnostic on you. Please answer the following. How is your inner quiet lately? You say you're really noisy inside. What's the commotion? Ah, the to-do list, right. Pressures. General anxiety. Squirrels? What's that? You're busy thinking about how you'll answer my next question? I see. Diagnostic two. How would you rate your satisfaction in life right now? Hmm, discontent. Irritation? Regret, you don't say. What's that? Longings, fears, frustration? Okay, okay, last diagnostic. On a scale of one to 10, what is your hope meter at right now? That low, huh? Often depressed? Frequently feels like a free fall? Other days it feels like you're tiptoeing to a minefield. Okay, okay. Friend, this is actually a common condition. And the good news is it is treatable. I am prescribing Psalm 131. Now you need to take it in slowly. Don't chew it fast and swallow. Let it dissolve by praying it at least four times a day. Once in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, and right before bed. Here it is, Psalm 131. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forever. So friends, we've been meditating on a group of 15 psalms, 120 through 134, and these psalms were the ones ancient pilgrims used as like their travel guide or a prayer journal on their journeys to Jerusalem. And the Lord preserved this prayer journal for 21st century believers, who likewise are on a lifelong journey to glory, to provide them with spiritual help in times of need. And Psalm 131 is perfect medicine for the noisy soul. Because it corrects first our posture of pride that we're so prone to. Verse 1 My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. Psalm 131 coaches us how to be masters of self. You see, we need self mastery because our selves want to master our souls. And we are by nature self absorbed. A popular slogan of our day is to coach your soul to believe in yourself. And when you place yourself as the subject of all trust, what happens? Well, you begin to look at everything from the perspective that you're at the center of the universe, and you become opinionated, headstrong. You'll have haughty eyes, looking down on others, being critical. Friends, pride is our natural bent, and ourselves are constantly telling us to judge all matters in our world. What a wonderful thing to be able to say, I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. Oh, friend, this is soul relief. You see, we live in a time when you have access to the entire globe. You can witness the horrors of Ukraine, plagues and famines in Africa, just about every shooting that happens in our nation in real time. With social media, we can take up the posture of omnipresence, being everywhere at once. Add to that our access of, to infinite information, That enables the proud self to take up the posture of omniscience, being all-knowing, having all the solutions to all the world's problems. And this blend of toxins leaves us like Alice in Wonderland, disoriented because we're either too big or we end up feeling too small because we see our lack of control. Friend, leave such wonderful concerns to Jesus only he is big enough to take the burden of the whole world on his shoulders. That's why verse 2 is so helpful to us. It shrinks us down to proper size, and it trains us to be satisfied. I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. This verse calls you to see your soul as a weaned baby sitting on a lap, not a cranky, fussy baby. It's an unweaned child who sees the car that they don't have, the success they missed out on, the raise denied them, the health, the vacation, the career they see others have, and there's this constant craving. Psalm 131 coaches our souls to be weaned. Sure, our inner tummies may grumble, but we have trained ourselves to be content. Consider the picture. We're sitting in the lap of the one who gave us life who nurtured us thus far in our journey and promises to care for us all our days and bring us into glory. And verse 3 is actually the cure. We are called to put our hope in the Lord for all of our days. The cure for our soul's craving is not found in self-mastery of self. It's found in the Savior's mastery of ourselves. By allowing Jesus to rescue us, as we learn to place our hope In the promises of his word. Friends, the good news is Christians are the only people in the world with the cure to hopelessness. We don't have to place our hope in ourselves. If I'm hoping in me, I have a thousand reasons to be anxious right now, and I can never have lasting inner peace. But we journey with hope because we walk hand in hand with the one who gave his life to save our souls, and who gave us his spirit to guide us into that inner peace as we feed upon his promises during our journey. This journey to an eternal weight of glory, my friend, that is far more than all you can ask for or imagine. So take Psalm 131 four times a day, and you'll find an inner quiet no matter what you face on your journey going forward. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.